again. Well, as I said, we have a brand new service uh, series called Purpose, uh, which I love that screen art. Wish I could say I designed it myself, but that would be lying, and I won't do that because I'm preaching. But that looks really good up there, and I thought, what a great thing to focus on, to be focusing on uh, purpose in life, because uh, I'm sure each and every one of us here would like to feel like in life that we're making a difference that we're actually doing things in our life, we're living in such a way that it's actually making a difference in the world that we live. And I just think this is great that we can come and we can study this and look into this here this evening. And I just know in my life that sometimes you do something in life and it, it feels right, it kind of feels like you're in your element. And it might be something you might think back to, oh, I remember I was part of a sporting team and we achieved this and it, it just felt right. It felt like there was purpose in that. Or you might be, you know, it might have been something, a group that you studied at university with and you went and achieved something great. Or it might be something as a family you've done or you've, you've gone on a missions trip. And things like that in our life really help because it makes us feel good. When we know that we've done something of value, and makes us feel good. And that's wonderful. I think back to my life. I remember winning my rugby teams uh, when I was younger, won some championships, and it just felt really good. And it kind of was like, put a bit of a spring in the step because it felt kind of so good. I remember uh, uh, studying a marketing diploma and we, uh, we had to do this massive year-long project with Optus. And uh, when we got through that thing and we achieved our goals, it was a great feeling and it feels really wonderful in life. But tonight I want to focus on something that I believe that we can carry and not wait for the odd thing, but we can actually live it in our daily life. Who would like to feel like they're living on purpose here tonight, that they're making a difference on a, on a Monday and they're making a difference on a Tuesday and, and every day of the week you're actually living in a way where you feel like there's purpose to your life, you're making a difference and things are actually happening in a wonderful way that you feel like, you know, you're actually making a difference to the world. And I just know for every single person here that that's how God wants us to live. But the thing is, He has a purpose for all of us. But you see, the enemy doesn't. He wants us to live not on purpose. He wants us to live us in a way where our lives aren't fruitful. He wants us to live often in a way where we get distracted and we start doing other things, but it doesn't lead to anything that's really making a substantial difference. So what do I believe here tonight is actually something that makes uh, meaning in this life? Well, I think purpose starts with, it starts with finding Jesus. That's there, the ultimate, that is the pinnacle of life, is to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, to have Him number one. It doesn't get any grander, it doesn't get any better, that is the key to eternal life. If you've found Jesus here tonight, you've already found purpose, you can sit on that as the main thing, you've found the greatest thing. If you haven't found Jesus, before we end tonight's service, there'll be an opportunity for you to receive Jesus. But that's where true purpose is found at the starting point. It's finding Jesus Christ and having Him as Lord of our lives. He is the sum of all purpose. Jesus, the reason, He's the truth. He is true purpose. But once we've found Him, once He's in our life, where do we go from there? I have no doubt that where we go from there is to lead others to Him, to take others to the feet of Jesus, to take others 
into a place in their life where they can find Jesus for themselves. And the thing is, we can all be part of that. That is not something that's just set apart and set aside for the pastors of a church or, or, or key leadership teams of church. That is that us, if you've found Jesus, you don't lock it up and live it just for you, you tell others about it. You live in a way to lead others to Him. That's where purpose comes because at the end of the day, that's the main thing. It's Jesus Christ as Lord of our life. And the Bible says that God's desire is that none will perish. That's what it's all about. And so many other people are out there and they're looking at other things. They're putting attention on other things. I love the verse in Job that says this. It says, naked we come from our mother's womb and naked we leave. That's got a lot of wisdom to it. There's so many people pursuing things and they think it's their purpose. They think it's fulfilling. They go after things and they go after stuff. But really, they're going to leave one day and they can't take any of it with them. They can't take any of it with them. And I just want to remind us here tonight that it's Jesus and it's about bringing others to that. I was flying home uh, just yesterday back from this uh, conference we've had and uh, I often like getting the window seat because I just like looking out the windows on an aeroplane, but uh, I wasn't on the window seat on this journey, but I had my son next to me and I kind of had some opportunities to look past him a few times and uh, uh, we were coming uh, down and out of his window was kind of the coastal line and I don't know, when I know I'm, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes out of Sydney, I kind of start looking out and trying to work out where I am and, you know, work out and try and pick and I think yesterday I was like, oh, that looks like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's kind of Newcastle and then, yeah, that's definitely the central coast and then I came up and saw kind of Palm Beach and, and then a moment or two later I looked out and I looked out and I saw, uh, I knew I was over the northern beaches out that window and I looked out at a place called Long Reef. And Long Reef's quite easy to pick because it's a, a beautiful kind of headland and it's got an 18-hole golf course, which takes up a lot of land. So it's just, you know, it really stands out. And as I started to look out over that, I just thinking back to my life. See, that's kind of the region where I grew up was that whole Northern Beaches reason, uh, region. And that's where I just know so many people that I've done life with and worked with and so forth, live in that area. And it's, it's a stunning area. I'm not going to discount, you know, they got the mighty manly seagulls who, uh, who play footy in that area. But apart from that, it's just, uh, it's beautiful. You know, if you like the ocean, it's got beautiful headlands, beautiful beaches, and, uh, and I like it there. And uh, it's not as good as out here, but it's not bad. And, uh, but as I was looking there, I just know and I started to think about how many people put in such a huge amount of time and energy to live in that place sometimes because real estate's expensive and for some people it's like that's their purpose to to have a beautiful home and to have a home in that region of Sydney and they start focusing just so much on that it's like solely they're looking at that they're trying to do all they can to get to that place but as I looked out that window I was just reminded that there's more to life than that there's more to life than just having the beautiful home there's more to life than living in a location there's something that can be much more fulfilling. And God bless all those people that have the beautiful homes. And I'm not taking anything away, but you don't want to make sure that that's your pursuit in life. 
that that's what you go after, that's what you dream about, that's what you put time and energy and focus all your life on that because what happens when you leave planet Earth? You take none of it with you. You leave naked and none of it goes with you in your back pocket. It is not there for the next journey. So I just think we've got to make sure that we remember that and go, okay, so if that's not it, what is it? As I said before, it's us receiving Jesus and leading others unto Him. Others unto Him. To focus on that, to make sure we know that the primary purpose in life is what we do. We're not kind of letting secondary things overtaking the primary thing. We make sure we keep the main thing the main thing. The book of 2 Timothy 3.10 says this, But you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. Here we have Paul stating really clearly to Timothy saying, My purpose is so clear to me, it's actually so clear to me that it's so clear to you. Like, I know what my purpose in this life is and so do you. I thought, what a great thing in life to know, to have that kind of certainty to what the purpose in life is. And I think we need to to work out what our gifts are, to work out our calling, because out of that, we can really know where to go for the purpose in this life, to go after the direction that the Lord would have for all of us. And do you know what? It's not the same for any of us here tonight. It's all different. We're all in different situations, different circumstances, there's different categories, but we can all live this life with purpose. There's not a set road that's the only way that you can go in life and if you're not, you know, at Bible college and then a full-time pastor, you're not, we can all reach it. We can all do what God's calling us to do, to live the purpose-filled life that He has for each and every one of us and for a lot of us, that's out in the marketplace. For some of you, that's making ridiculous amounts of money so you can fund the kingdom of God. There's all sorts of things. For some of you, it's been the, an absolutely incredible parent to children. There's all different seasons in life and there's different ways. But through all we do, all of us can be part of leading people to Jesus Christ. And there's nothing going to be more fulfilling in heaven than seeing other people that are there because of some things that we did on this earth. We lead people to there. 2 Timothy one night. 1.9 says, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling? We've been saved and now there's a calling on all of us. It's a calling that may come in a moment. It may come over time, step by step. could come to us as a child like Samuel in the temple. It may come to us as a teenager like Mary, the mother of Jesus. It can come to you as a young adult like the 12 disciples or David, Saul or Gideon. But it can come to us in middle age like Moses and Joshua It can even come to us in our older age, like Abraham. The thing is, there's something there for each and every one of us. There is a calling for each and every one of us to step into, a calling that He has for us, Jesus has for us. And when Jesus often spoke and and talked to people about an invitation, so often people came up with some, some reasons why not. It's almost like things haven't changed from back then to today. There was all sorts of reasons. Remember the rich young ruler? He said, you know, can't I let go and go take care of business and and look after my wealth? He must have been afraid that God would take away from him rather than bring blessing to his life. Some said they had to go and attend to some family affairs before they could follow Christ. Some said they had to take care of business. Some just didn't have the courage or the faith. Some just couldn't just surrender their life to him. There's all sorts of reasons that stopped people. 
But I think we need to remember we need to yield to Christ. We need to yield to Christ. And we can all do that. For some of us, we're doing really good at that. For others of us, we're on a journey towards that. My prayer tonight would be that tonight would be the night in your heart of hearts you say, it's coming, Lord. i got to get there. Help me tonight. I need to yield. I need to go and do the calling that you have for my life. And if we would ask and say that we're keen for it, I'll tell you what the great thing is. He will show us. He will show us. I can remember uh, my little journey before I made it here to Silverwater. Uh, my wife and I uh, were out at the Oxford Falls campus and we had just had a little uh, Siena. So this is, you know, just over, you know, about 10 years ago this happened. And I can remember uh, this particular summer and life was really good. We had this newborn baby. Uh, I was working full time in my IT job. Um, I can remember I was, uh, we were serving at youth on a Friday night and we'll go to church on a Sunday night. Like life was still kind of full, you know. Baby, full-time, marriage, you know, twice at church on a weekend. But I don't know, I kind of got to this point where, like, Sunday mornings, I remember them. I'd go for a surf, I'd come home, I'd go and have some breakfast. We'd pick up the paper, I'd go down the beach, we'd hang out, go for another surf, swim, come back home, read more of the paper. And kind of week after week of this, I kind of started to get just something, just felt like I could do more for the Lord. It just felt like, God, I'll... I want to go, I want to go for, there's, there's more, it's just like, and then all of a sudden I got this prayer, it was a prayer that just came from my heart, it was like, Lord, I want more of you and less of me, and I remember that, more of you, Lord, less of me, more of you, Lord, less of me, it was like this, this pulling on my heart that I could put more into this, this pulling on my heart that I could give more to God, give more to building His house, building His kingdom, telling people about the good news of Jesus Christ. I just knew for me that there was more on the inside of me. And it's funny, you know, because it was only a matter of like months after that, that a whole world changed and uh, this place, which was a church previously, Pastor Phil and Chris took it over as a church and, and we got caught into a meeting and we got asked, would you like to go out to Centre West? That's what this used to be called before we changed it to C3 Silver, to C3 Centre West. Would you guys like to go out there and help out? And the next Sunday that was available to us that weekend, we actually had something on. We came out here and it's like everything changed, like everything. We just dived in. We just found so much purpose in this place. And it went from, you know, kind of not that busy to really busy. I mean, driving from the northern beaches out here twice on a Sunday with a screaming baby, coming out here on Wednesdays afternoons for meetings and prayer meetings, coming out here to connect with team, the Sabbats for dinner on a Friday night, etc. And all of a sudden, it was like, it was busy and there was stuff happening. But do you know what? I just think as I kind of had that, that core from my heart, I think God just attached his great purpose to that call out of my heart and he opened doors and he put us on a pathway that's just led from one thing to another, to another, to another. And I don't think there's a week that goes past where I just, I, I just know that there's purpose in what we get to do as a family. There's just purpose in us sowing and serving the people of this part of Sydney. And it is fulfilling because at the end of the day, I leave naked and don't leave that thought in your mind for very long. But we do leave like that. And I don't get to take anything with me 
But I tell you what, other souls will make it to heaven because of the Taylor household. And it can be the same in your household. In your way, follow the core. Follow the core. Follow the core. Because in the core, there is purpose. In the core, there is purpose. And it's for each and every one of us tonight. Can we give the Lord a round of applause? Because He's leading us. If we would just yield, there's core to the purpose. There is core to the purpose. I mean, Romans 12 talks about, you know, presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice. Is it always easy? No, it's not. Is it worth it? Absolutely. It is absolutely worth it to be part of doing what God would have done on the earth today, and that is leading people unto salvation in Jesus Christ. It's what He wants for people. We've just got to get that same heart and get on board. We've just got to get in the slipstream of what God is doing in our midst, and we can all do that in our own ways. We can all be part of that, and that great calling And that great purpose, His purpose, becomes our purpose. What He wants to do on this earth is what we can join with Him and we can be part of it. I tell you what, there is no better team than to be part of God's team. No better team to be part of God's team doing what He has in the earth today. It is an exciting place to live. It's an exciting place to be. And I love it. It doesn't matter where you are. I think about, you know, Paul, you know, before, you know, he was saved, he was like, killing people, it's taking people to jail, it was everything but leading people under Jesus. But then he has one encounter and then he starts becoming a builder in a massive and significant way. What a turnaround, what a transformed life. And that's, you know, that's encouraging sometimes. You think, wow, we went from that to that? Wow. Once God gets uh, his hand on our life, but again, it comes down to yielding to yielding. And he goes on to say this in Philippians 3.14, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. He was pressing on for that goal. He got purpose knowing that this stuff mattered. And I just always think about that last commission. Why do you think it's all about leading people to Jesus? Because it's all through the Bible. When Jesus was about to leave planet earth, what did he do? He says, go into all the world. Go make disciples, tell people about me. Like, that's what it is. That's not a select few, that's for us. That's for us to go into the world and tell people about Him and His goodness. And I just know as we do this and we move as a might in the church with all of our different talents, because this is different for all of us with different skills, but as we just go, we move together and tell people that we interact with as we lead them to Christ, as we live Uh, great lives of integrity, and they'll start coming and asking, tell us what you have. I want that. I need that. Tell me about this. That's what we can all do. And I just love that this is something that all of us can grasp here tonight. We can all say, yes, God, I want this purpose. I want to be part of it. I want to be on team Jesus. I want to take this to the world. I want to take this to people that I'm going to see tomorrow because you're going to see people that Natalie and I are not going to see tomorrow. There's people that we all interact with and you're their connection to Jesus Christ. You're their connection. You may be the only Bible they read because they're looking at your life. You can be the connection. Let's just make sure we're in that calling and we're going forward. We're living surrendered lives. We're living lives of obedience and we're just there to reach this world. I love the story in Jeremiah about the call of Jeremiah. And uh, Jeremiah in the Old Testament, uh, chapter 1 verse 4 says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, 
Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. I love that before you were born, before you were born, God had a plan and a purpose for your life. And as I was preparing this afternoon, I started to think about if anyone is here tonight and you've ever, ever heard the word accident about you being born, I dismiss that here tonight in the name of Jesus. You are not an accident. You were chosen by God to walk this earth. You were chosen by Him. He knew you were being formed and He has a plan and a purpose for your life. You are not an accident. You have plans for your life that God has been the one to orchestrate that. And I love that Jeremiah heard those words that he was ordained as a prophet to the nation. He heard these words. We've got to go to God for, for the true words for our life. Don't go up else. Get it. Get it straight from Him. Get it straight from Him. It's going to be good from Him. It's going to be okay from your partner. It's going to be probably rubbish from people that don't know you very well. But just go to God. It's the best place. It's the best place. Go to Him. He knows that He's got plans. We've been set apart. Then it says in verse 6, Then I said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. And I kind of like this because it's really honest, isn't it? And I think a lot of us here could relate to that. Sometimes we feel that we should be doing something, but we don't feel equipped. And here we have Jeremiah saying, Oh, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. And I just love that, you know, for us, we can get encouragement out of that that us here tonight can be thinking, okay, okay, maybe I don't feel like I've got it, but can I tell you, when God calls you, you can do it. When God calls you, you can do it. I always uh, think back to the time I, uh, I uh, had come to, uh, coming up to, I'd been in here for one service ever at Silverwater, and the following week, uh, this is nine and a half years ago, I got a phone call to ask if I would come and lead the Sunday meeting here at church. And can I say I was petrified, but I said yes. I was petrified. I was like, oh, Lord Jesus, you've got to help me. I remember standing on that front row, literally knees knocking together. I was so scared to get up and lead a meeting at church. I'd never led a Sunday meeting. I was petrified. But I just love that when we just go with God, just go with Him. He's with us and He's for us. I survived that occasion. I've done it a number of times since, still always relying on God, but God is with us. He is for us and He can help us. We've just got to make sure that we find that place of purpose and go with it and run with it and know that He is there with us and for us. And so many of you here tonight are doing such great things in your lives and I want to commend you and thank you for going on the journey of faith in magnificent and mighty ways, building just great things into your family, building great things into the house of God. Natalie and I feel privileged to be doing life with so many great and wonderful people that are making a significant impact out in the world and it is an honor to do it with you because this is exciting. We're jumping in the river like we sang before. It's not just for us. This isn't Church is bigger than us here, isn't it? It's bigger than this. We're doing this, just not, it's just like, oh, see you all next week. 
I'll see you all next week, plus your neighbor, plus your friend, plus the person you work with. It's about that. It's about others. We're doing it for other people. We're doing it for other people. So always go to God. He can equip you. Then it says in verses 7 and 8, But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. We never need to be, be afraid. God is with us. He is for us. He's taking us forward, and He's giving us what we need. We've got purpose in Him. We can go after life, and we can go after it with great, you know, just great things, knowing that God is with us. He is for us. He's going to come through. See, Jeremiah was about to go into some big events. He was about to go into some big things that he needed God to come through, but he had the promise. And all of us here tonight can take the promise into our life for our future. Verse 9, Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Here we have the prophet having God's words put into his mouth. And we're not all going to be called to be prophets like Jeremiah, but we're all called to carry God's word in our mouths. That even here tonight, a new boldness can come onto your life, a new boldness to carry, to get on with what God wants to do on the earth, because the only way He carries His message is through the people. It's through you and I. It's, It's the avenue. I don't know, but I haven't found God's Instagram account or His Facebook page yet. It's through us. It's how the news gets out. It's how the Word gets out. And there is purpose. There is purpose. Heaven celebrates every time someone comes uh, to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We can be part of that. We can be part of making a difference. And I just know as we all band together as the church doing what God calls us to do, it's going to be significant and we're going to see God's kingdom grow in the earth today. Why don't we give the Lord for that because that's on its way. We can see it, we can believe it, we can hear it. You know, and this whole, you know, passage is brilliant. I'd encourage you, get your Bible out, get into this passage. It would help you if you're ever feeling unequipped, get into it. Verse 10, see, I give you this day to set you over the nations and over the kingdoms, to root up and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. You know, there's something for all of us in God. He wants us to do great things and mighty things and significant things. But we need God's hand upon us. We need Him to be with us. And all we've got to do is yield and say, yes, it's like a bit of that, yes, send me. Yes, use me in all my weaknesses. doesn't matter. Just say yes. Just yield to Him and say, yes, yes, I want to go. Because there will be purpose in that. You'll be able to put your head on the pillow at night and know that there's been purpose in your life. There's been purpose in what you've done that day. There can be purpose in your day tomorrow. I was just thinking today, and I might get the band to come up now, about how many people it takes, you know, serving God and being about this purpose. It's got so many elements to it, and we do things in our family, in the workplace, but I reckon one of the greatest ways is to come and serve in the local church. That's got such great purpose attached to it. And I was just thinking, you know, just to put a service on every weekend here at Silverwater, there is a mighty large team that get here and prepare this place. People are out straightening the chairs and putting tithe envelopes on the chairs. There's people arriving to do sound and 
get the lights all right, someone. And I just, God bless the person on the screens for the songs. I could never do that job. I would just find, I'd be, ah, ah, wrong, ah, ah, like, just there's people doing all sorts of things, welcoming. There's, there's this, we could go on and on and on, but what purpose when we know that people are coming to the house of God, worshipping together, praising together, having community together, people receiving Jesus Christ as their Savior. There's so much purpose as we go together. And I would just encourage you, part of your makeup, try and make sure that serving in the house of God is something that you do in your life because it's magnificent and it's wonderful. And together, you know, in this place, we can make this magnificent, magnificent. But for all of us, God has a blueprint for us. He has a calling for us, but we just yield. We just say yes. And you'll find purpose in it because He's not going to lead us down the wrong pathway. He'll lead us to great lives. He'll lead us to fulfilling lives. But it's in Him. It's not go all about the things of the world. And those things are beautiful and I've got no doubt you can do them both. You can pursue your dreams and have all those come to pass. But don't do it at the, at the sake of, of the things of God. Go and get both. Serve Him, love Him. Bring people to the feet of Jesus and see what He does in your own life. We know Matthew talks about, you know, just go after the things of God and all these other things will be added unto you. And that's what it's really about. It's about finding purpose in Him and His things. So all the other stuff will get taken care of. All the other things will happen. But I love purpose in God. It's a beautiful thing. Let's all stand on our feet here tonight. If you're feeling like tonight's the night where you kind of call out over your life that you want to go further in Him, tonight can be that night where you just go, yeah, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to go after doing what God calls me to do because there is purpose in that. There is life in that. There is a buoyancy in that because it's fulfilling, because the call in your life matters and it is fulfilling. It's fulfilling. It's wonderful. It's glorious. Doing what God would have for your life is a magnificent and wonderful thing. Seek Him out. Search Him. Go after Him. It won't get any better won't get any better.